Hello and welcome to Providence Podcast, Heart, Mind, Body, Soul. As always, I pray that everyone is well and your families are safe and secure. Also, I pray salvation comes to each home through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for your continued support and feedback. Continue to send in your prayer requests and testimonies. And we will continue to partner in prayer as we celebrate God's answers to our prayers. Just a reminder that you can email me at providencelifecoaching at yahoo.com. And as you know, I am on po- um, podcast under Yvonne Providence y.providence and it's all grouped together heart mind body soul i know you can find me on other platforms but uh, i definitely am on spotify anchor and facebook so this message this week it's um i'm excited i'll just use my my ongoing word i'm excited i really pray that this will just encourage your hearts, your minds, your situations. And um, it was one that I really had to spend time with because um, with all the stuff going on, you know, it could be a challenge. But, of course, with God, we always can make it through. Amen. So this episode, we're episode 10, and it's titled, Weeping May Stay for the Night, But Rejoicing Comes in the Morning. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. We invite you to prepare our hearts to receive you and your holy word. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for all our sins, sicknesses, diseases. Thank you that because of you, we have eternal life. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you as the gift from God. You are our teacher, our guide, our protector, and the one that will bring us into the full knowledge and truths of God. Holy Spirit, teach us, guide us, continue to protect us this day. Father, bless the hearers, readers, and the doers of your holy word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to start this out by asking a question. and, And the question is, how can rejoicing come in the morning? There's a, there must be a posture, a position in your heart, a position of humility. There's a reverencing or acknowledging or recognizing, um, identifying the highest God and and who He is in your life. Then you will experience the rejoicing comes in the morning. I would think you would agree that if you continue to keep a mindset or emotions or a posture of uh, bowed down, a stooped 
a, a sagged or a hunched down state of mind, um, like depression or just woe is me, then you're just, even as a Christian, you're just being kept by God. Lamentations 3, 23, it reads, His compassion never ends. It is only the Lord's mercies that have kept us from complete destruction. Great is his faithfulness. His loving kindness begins afresh each day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for being a covenant-keeping God. Thank you for your grace and your mercies daily. Praise the Lord. That's a given. And that, 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 that's a blessing to know um, that God's grace keeps us each day. The thing is, is there's a place where when we get past just the grace and the mercy of God each day, we can walk in the total freedom that comes with looking to God, looking to him, relying on him, allowing him to heal us, uh, to bring us into, to, to bring us uh, through to the other side of circumstances, to bring us out and delivering us from depression or or a sad situation or horrific situations. And I'm not just saying it because it's the word. I am talking uh, from life experiences. Um, you know, I have my own times where there's been weeping. Weeping endured for a season. And, um, you know, it, the, the word says a night, but it could be a season. But as I cried out to the Lord... I learned to look to him, trust him, and see his hand in my situation and not reject his promises. Rejoicing came. And I was able to experience newness and a freshness in that morning when that morning came. It's doesn't it's not always an instant because there's a there's a place that God is working on us, working on who we really are in him. And so even through the darkest times in our lives, we can, if we look to him and put our trust in him and allow God to heal us, we do and we can and we will experience the rejoicing, the joy that comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Amen. What I'd like to do is let's walk through Psalms 30. Psalms 30 reads, and there's a confidence, there's a trust and a faith when um, uh, the psalmist says, I will exalt you. I will applaud you. I will praise you. I will promote you, Lord, for you lifted me out of my depths and did not let my enemies gloat, triumph over me. Lord my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead, a place of hopelessness, misery, depression, poverty. You spared me from going down to the pit, to the lowest of lows. Sing the praise of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name. Verse 5. 
For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. God's favor lasts a lifetime. We want to really look at that. He doesn't stay angry at us like we may stay angry at others or situations or we don't we don't forgive ourselves. But we have to know that God, he doesn't stay angry. He knows that we're just made of clay. He knows that we're just flesh and blood. Uh, when we learn and know and acknowledge that he has a lifetime of favor for us, it lasts a lifetime, then we can come to him, our Abba Father, and ask for forgiveness and seek his ways. And, um, and he heals us. He takes us into that next level of life. He's, he's, a, he's a patient God. He's a loving God. The next part of that 5b says, Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. The way this passage is written, there's some that say weeping may endure for the night, and there's other ones, but this one says, You only have permission to stay for the night. But the promise of God is rejoicing is going to come. Hallelujah. Verse 6, when I felt secure. So when you start feeling and relying and knowing that God is with you and the confidence and assurance of God, I felt secure. I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. There is a confidence. There's confidence when we have our eyes on Jesus, when we're stayed in Jesus. And then it says in this next piece, it says, But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. I was shocked. I was disappointed. I was saddened. And I'll say right there, most likely we've we've taken our eyes off of Jesus. We've taken our eyes off of God. Um, Even in the quiet times of God, he's with us. There's a lesson to be learned even in the quiet. It's seeking that still voice, seeking that uh, reassurance or just being in the presence or the comfort of God in silence. In that silence, there's a building up. There's a there's a there's a empowering. There's a healing. Uh, when we go to sleep at night, that nighttime, our body has time to restore and and the cells be regrouped. Well, same time, same thing. When when God is silent, it is doesn't always make, mean that he's he's angry or going to stay angry with us. Most of the time, it's because we have separated ourselves from from God, and we um, either don't have that type of relationship to know Him in that way, or we we don't know Him. We we don't, uh, we will say he left us because we don't really know him. Hopefully that makes sense. Verse eight, it's, this is where the psalmist has this relationship with God. He says, to you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gain if I am silenced? If I, if I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful, be compassionate, be forgiving to me. Lord, be my help. 
So he says this prayer, and then at this this part, he's bringing about the testimony, the evidence, and the and 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 a witness. He says, "You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy." So we can't forget to celebrate when God has done so much. He does so much, and each day, uh, especially if we prayed and communed with God, if we just take a moment each day, we're going to see and feel and experience the goodness of the Lord. There's always something in the day that we can be thankful for and rejoice uh, uh, about our creator. Even in the saddest situations, if we look into it um, and allow God to minister to our, our hearts, our minds, and our souls, we will find some joy in it, even through death, um, sickness, sorrow. There is once there's a healing that takes place, there is hope. There is another side. There is more to this life. And for us, we have, even after what uh, this life calls death, we call it sleep because we have eternity with the loved ones and with God. And so the importance of us is having that acceptance of Jesus in our heart that we will have everlasting life. Amen. So I want to uh, wrap it up with uh, verse 12, that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Hallelujah. And this passage brings renew, it, it should renew your strength, um, hope of expectation and knowing God will meet you, heal you, and keep you. Here's a few scriptures of life that will help carry you through the weeping, strengthen you, give you hope and encouragement. In Christ Jesus, you will wake up. You will experience the joy, the rejoicing that will come from the Lord. It, it's a guarantee. Amen. So let me read these really quick. Romans 15, 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So you can't do it in the natural. You need the spirit of the living God to help you through the darkness. Isaiah 40, 31 but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved. For you are the one I praise. This comes from a relationship. And a mustard seed of faith, a small amount of faith, just taking the word and know it's life and then applying this word to our life and standing on tiptoes of expectancy to know that the word is going to manifest what God has uh, created it to do, if that makes sense. Jeremiah 30, 17, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called 
an outcast, Zion for whom no one cares. So even though, if, even if the world doesn't see the better you, God says, I gotcha. Amen. Just a few more. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me. This is Jesus speaking. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There's a kind of rest and peace in God that only, you can't even explain it. Man can't give it, but God can. John 14, 1, again, Jesus speaking. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. That's Jesus. You believe in God, will believe in me, because what I say will come to pass over your lives. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creature has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So it's here. We believe it and we stand. wait for the manifestation of it. It's like a harvest. You plant the seed. You water the seed. You nurture the seed and the seed will come above ground and then you continue to nurture it and it grows into a beautiful whatever that seed is in you. You grow into the beautiful person that God has created you to be. But it only comes from um, nurturing and watering yourself in the word and allowing um, um, the word to water water you and um, um, the... Um, Holy Spirit to guide you. Amen. The last scripture, 1 Peter 5.10. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. Hallelujah. This is a good word. Really take time to go back, look at the scriptures, uh, re-listen to this episode, share this episode for people that are, you know, need some encouraging. Um, And I'll end with this right here. A couple of things. This ends episode 10. I pray that um, these words will breathe life into your weeping situation. And uh, now you can rest in hope and knowing God will turn things around. And now knowing that you and recognizing that uh, we must start on the inside. The change on the inner you will manifest on the outer you. So on the outside. Amen. There's a little song. I'm not going to sing it. I'll, I'll, I'll do the little course of it because it, it's a song um, that they used to sing. And it goes, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in me. I don't know if you know that song. It says, he's, he's bringing about a change in my life. Oh, what a change. He's giving the power this very hour to bring about a change in my life. He's giving me joy, the joy of the Lord, bringing about a change in my life. Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in me. God bless you, love you, and as we always end saying, peace be our journey.